Well, hello. Once again, you have found a Texas Steampunk Connection. Broadcasting to you throughout the multiverse, Steamverse, from our various bunkers and airships. With me, as always, is Fax, Gentleman Adventurer. Hello, hello. <laughs> with me is Jack from Steam Chest. Hello. <laughs> and with us today, Master Blue Stocking from <laughs> Steampunk Dollhouse Podcast. So once again, we are here to talk oh, probably about Steampunk, most likely. That's what this is about. Thank you for listening to the Texas Steampunk Connection. Good evening, everybody. You are tuning into the Texas Steampunk Connection. It is Tuesday, as usual, November 15th, and we have just finished uh, the Steampunk November uh, for the year this Sunday, and we're all going back to our regular lives and jobs, and it's all very sad and disappointing. But we had a great time. We did. <laughs> and uh, we hope you were there and had a great time, too. Uh, now everybody's posting pictures, and I've, I've seen, you know, costumes and stuff. I saw that person. I saw that guy over there. It's been so long since I've had time to do this. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm in that picture. <laughs> That's me. <clears throat> God, I'm fat. What the hell happened? <laughs> the pandemic happened to us all. I know. <laughs> suddenly... I look at like I have all these pictures just slamming me at the time of every steampunk note. And I'm like, what? This has gotten so much grayer. I'm like a earlier period. What happened? It looks like I was like, using just for men forever, and then suddenly I just forgot. Oh, we know. <sighs> I was definitely looking at a few pictures and going, oh yeah, I stopped dyeing my hair. So, um, yeah. <laughs> just like. I need to. I, I don't. I don't get it. It's suddenly like COVID just like killed my beard color. Oh, I guess I'm gonna have to start. Yeah, I'm fine with it. White. Every white hair I get from now on is one step closer to becoming a wizard. So we're all good. <laughs> there you go. Rocket. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna be running around calling short people Frodo and whatever and acting like a crazy old man. Great. Looking forward to that. <laughs> it's never too early. Never too early, <laughs> Sam. <laughs> <laughs> One of the awesome things about this Steampunk November is, for me, I got to meet Blue Stocking in person, live, for the second time ever. Yep, and I got to meet Jack for the first time ever. Yeah, it was great! It was delightful. I got so And we all got to meet under Kitty's tent, so it was great. Yes. And I got to take my best friend and her daughter and... That child came away with so much loot. It was amazing. And I got arrested for all sorts of fun stuff. I got Great. arrested. Thank you. you got arrested Jack. too. Yes, I did. <laughs> kind of one reason I got arrested was uh, paying off the local constabulary. Fake arrests. Great. What did I get arrested for? Drinking alone? <laughs> Try, trying to vote. Being a librarian? I don't know. <laughs> Could be anything. <laughs> They actually wrote it down. I'll have to ask her to call and find out what it was. She said drinking alone. Drinking alone? Yeah. Because I was sitting over there by the fire pit with my cup of wine, just taking a moment. (laughs) There was a (laughs) lot going on that day. (laughs) Oh, I know. I was was explaining it to her. I was like, so have you you, you seen her? She's like, well, yeah, it was on on, on screen. I I have like no conceptual idea what she would look like in person. I'm like, all right, well. So we start (laughs) breaking down your costume and like your bag. And apparently that bag is what like, ah, cemented. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> that is a brilliant bag. Brilliant bag. It's like uh, full leather. Um, it looks pretty beefy. It's yeah. a Japanese um, school bag. That's all, or a recreation for cons and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's also it was bugging me this year getting stuff in and out of it, and I realized that every other time that I go and I've had that bag, Matt has been with me, and so he just takes his wallet out of his pocket, and I don't have to go into my bag for my wallet. <laughs> So this year I had to keep going in to buy things for a child and for myself. But, you know, so, yeah, that's uh, I like the bag. It looks really good. It's just when I have to keep getting into it to get stuff. It's not out. the same as having a pocket. No, or or like my satchel that I have. I, I found it like a Swiss ammo bag and I put little like rivets in it and have climbing carbiners, oh, carabiner. carabiners. Yeah, I have carbiners that attach to my to my belt. So I have this wonderful bag for carrying everything. and It looks good. And it's been the best thing I've ever done with my costume because I was like you. I was like trying to backpacks. So I was like, I hate carrying a sack around it because it just looks so tacky. 
Yeah. I mean, the backpack's great. It puts everything, I can get everything in there. It's just, I need pockets for like someone to do it. My debit card. (laughs) I need a pocket somewhere else. Did you notice the, uh, the bandolier that Rita was wearing on Saturday? She's got this fiber artist bandolier that with like a big ball of yarn and, uh, measuring tape and scissors and little uh, i thought they were just like uh charm bracelet charms but she told me that they are used for marking out on your on your stitching uh where where the stitching has changed so you don't have to like continuously count um which is genius i i have no idea how how um um what to do with the with the needles Uh, (laughs) oh So many uh, knitting and any yarn work to me is like its own weird specialization of witchcraft. Knitting is magic. Yep. Slow motion like gif of how a sewing machine actually works. It still blows my mind that we've even come up with something that weirdly difficult and complex like 200 years ago. But knitting? No, no, yeah. like sewing machines. Oh. Like actual sewing, like the here watch the sewing machine actually oh. do it. Oh, yeah, sewing machines are amazing. Like, yeah. Even I think she's is being simple. <laughs> I've got five if you want to uh, examine any, including a hand crank. I actually have three. No, four. I don't use any of them. Two are antique. Well, I guess three are antique because one was my dad got for my mom the year I was born. But I don't know. Is that an antique now? It's 46 yeah. years old. So Okay. I have yeah. more than five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I learned on like the little compact singer from like the early 1900s. Is electric, so it's like one of the first electrics. I yeah. guess it's four. I've got, yeah. like I've got two of those, yeah. That. That's the one my mother has. She's got the one with all the complex, like 800 settings on the side that do all sorts of random stitching. Guess which is the one we use all the time? We pull that little <laughs> one out, one. set it up, and go because it's easy. <laughs> so dumb. I can those singers are made of solid steel, they never wear out. Oh, yeah, you could use yeah. them as a war. All hammer. the machines I have are singers, right. yeah. Yeah, Rita, mm-hmm. I like you only have one machine. Um, and I used to use it all the time, but. Now I've gotten lazy. Oh, yeah. I'm not. I'm not braggable like these gals. No, I. I can't use them. I have two that are antique that are that look pretty. I have the one that my like I said, my dad got for my mom the year I was born. I tried to learn on, and then I was going to try quilting like five years ago. I bought a quilting machine, and it's uh in a desk cover in there, and it's never been. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't have the bowing. I can cross stitch and you know sew buttons, but that's pretty much it. I can hem my pants and I, sew webbing yeah. for my like a computer harness is where I actually started off with all my stuff. I take my pants to Wichita Alterations down on University. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so Lex is the sewer. She's the one that comes yeah. up with all the cool things. I sit there and I give her great plans and I change them throughout <laughs> the process. One of those. Yeah, I used to do that to my mom. The entire time. <laughs> yeah. And somehow end up with something great. And she looks at me yep. going, never tell me to change the thing afterwards. <laughs> You'll get what you get. I got what I got. It's really wonderful. The prototype vest I've been wearing for like 13 years now. Aww. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm trying to make the actual vest one. It doesn't fit anymore, though, does it? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it does. It fits just a little tighter than when it was started. Sassy Jack. <laughs> oh, sassy Jack. Just add some, you know, little... It, you know, I need insets in it. Either I need a full blown vest that goes all the way down past the waist. It looks more like a jacket when it's cut off, which is what I kind of <laughs> really want these days, I think. Um, maybe like a hybridized, some sort of over still. But I don't know. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in the market for looking at cool vests. I've always loved John Crichton's vest from Farscape. So I'm always going back to that as my like main middle in every direction. Well, Kitty, <clears throat> we're going to need to talk about um, steampunk costumes for a seven year old. Oh no. <laughs> we have ideas. Ideas are being had by the chat. Yes. Yeah. Pictures, ideas, steampunk, Street clockwork urchin. fairy. No, she wants like a little clockwork fairy outfit. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. So, because apparently we're going to Galveston. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Awesome. You've started it. Yep. You now will have weekend, a minion so. at every convention you go to. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So the weekend's already been set aside. We are going to be there August or April 1st. <laughs> well, before we get any further, we need to have some drinks. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, don't you think? Mm-hmm. I mean, I've already started. That's, that's because of me. Jack, did you say you wanted to start? Uh, yeah, I want to start. Let's start. I got, I got, I got drinks. 
Oh my. So everyone knows this one, especially those of us who met at the convention. I brought me some of the Schaffenhofer uh, grapefruit beer, the Heffenweizen, again, just because it's really good. I got like 20 of them, so I got to drink them. Not all at once, just, just like over a period of time. I'm enjoying them. They're grapefruit flavored. They're delicious. Just shot the colder it gets outside, the more and more I like grapefruit. I'm, I'm that guy. You get them like a crate of grapefruit. Interesting. Are you a Dickensian urchin? <laughs> that you maybe crave that citrus that you you know? I lo- oh yeah, I'm, I'm having to fight scurvy off all the time. <laughs> you get excited about the orange in your stocking. <laughs> He's excited about the coal in his stocking. I, 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 yeah, because now I have something for my engine. Gee, I'm. It's resources. I'm never unhappy with resources. Okay, so grapefruit beer. Grapefruit. Love it. So Saturday night at the at the uh, can I get on like a convention? Kinda, but uh, I went to the quickie mart up the street and I found a vanilla porter by uh, Breckenridge. Nothing new, but when I think of winter, a a good you know porter, dark with vanilla, coffee notes, that sort of thing. That's that's my go-to. So that's what I'm having tonight. Well, I uh, went for the hot tea toddy tonight. So Adagio tea makes a really good um, autumn mist green tea. It's like vanilla, maple-y kind of citrusy notes in it. And I didn't have any le- lemon juice, so he used key lime juice and honey and a whole bunch of Jack. <laughs> oh. oh. So. <laughs> I hate you so much. What you do is just like, st- that's why my toe was really warm earlier. <laughs> Steep me. Indeed. So, so yeah. Medicine for what ails you. Yeah, I don't know if you know it actually works, but it's making me feel better. So, <laughs> or at least I'm forgetting about my chest hurting. So, you know, there you go. Good. Yeah, Lawrence. Lawrence is, is hitting that dragon's milk, which still brings up visualizations that are un- yeah. uh, inappropriate. So, so facts. When are we milking dragons? First, we got to find a lactating dragon, I guess. Oh, we know. Okay, so Kitty, what are you drinking? <laughs> I <laughs> I have some um, Angry Orchard Dark Cherry Ooh. Apple. Mm. Oh, I haven't Ooh. had that one. What? I didn't uh, know they made that. I didn't either hardcore. until I saw it at the grocery store tonight. And it's went, hardcore, um, apparently. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it was a part of the um, autumn fall oh, pack. Yeah, they do the. I didn't know they did cherry though. Ooh, I'm gonna have that. It's okay. the first time I've seen it, so I'm just like, mm, yes, I Sweet. need me some cherry in my life, and it, um, of course, uh, tastes a little bit like cherry jello. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that cherry a jello. positive or negative? Uh, I'm calling it a positive. Mitch <laughs> called it negative. It's a really liquid jello shot. Exactly. Oh, oh jello yeah. shot with a little bit of you know apple yeah. added in, a little puree. I mean, that's got to be better than the Cherry NyQuil. Yes. Hey, you know, Cherry NyQuil does the job, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it's not like something you reach for. Mm, you know. <laughs> got to do what you got to do. There are days. Yeah. <laughs> and Rita is drinking the peppermint tea. Is that the same peppermint tea that you found at uh, at Steampunk November? Because they were giving out samples, and they gave her a... I think it was a peppermint tea. It was, like, bright green. It's supposed and, to be peppermint uh, tea. Uh, she thought it, I think she thought it was pretty good because mm-hmm. she went back to get it and something I, went wrong with her getting it. So was that the steampunk teas or the other place? Uh, it was uh, yeah, tea punk teas. T-punk, yeah, I think that was was not the only tea uh, seller at the at maybe the show. I'm crazy, maybe I'm crazy. I thought there was another place that was selling tea. There was the the like the shack where you could sit down and have a tea. Oh, okay. They're like oh, yes. the old tea shack. Well, I don't remember what it was called. It was right across the street where we got the beer from, and it was like it was like done up to go like like, like a ladies like sit in place. I remember like a, a tea, salon, okay. tea shop. I need to just take a camera and just like run through the entire event. <laughs> just at breakneck speed like this, so I, I can't read anything anyway. But it would look hilarious put to like which is like a GoPro on your head of the or something. <laughs> Oh, pupper dog. Oh. Yep, Sunny's back from her walk. Gotta make sure your face is clean. <laughs> so what was one of the best things you saw or or got to experience at Steampunk November this year? Other than us. <laughs> um, I mean, I'll start. For me, it was the teapot races. That was 
That was glorious. That was just watching everybody turn a drifter on that corner. <laughs> First off, the word drifting in teapot races. That's what it was. Well together. That's what it was. They hit that top corner and then everybody just kind of scooted yeah. sideways. And it was just like, well, I got I got this. I can figure this out. I'm just exactly the <laughs> One yeah. of these I know days, the kids had a lot of, one of fun these. doing that. I've got a video, so I'll send you send you yes. a video. Yeah, nobody could get it around the because that curve is so tight. The cart, the curve is not accommodating to the size of the racer. The, the whole track was sort of small for that for that. Uh, yeah, racer. The I think they had a different racer because they talked about when they brought that one up that that one. So I think the Something original happened. one they had made. Has a shorter wheel span and would have worked a lot better. And uh, yeah, someone brought their own and they had to borrow that one. Yeah, so it didn't really. The racer didn't fit the track that it was. <laughs> yeah, it didn't corner well. Everyone it was different, different than the uh, previous steampunk uh, or teapot racing that I'd been to. The previous, like, they had two participants at a time mm-hmm. racing against each other yeah. and a much bigger course. Well, and the participants really. made their own racers. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think this might have been sort of a, a test, a learning experience for for uh, those pulling it off. Well, they've had it out there before. I don't know, know if it was yeah. held by the same people, though. I think yeah, because I know. Be okay, yeah, because I know they've had the teapot racers out there. I think they've had them out there before, but there was plenty of room for a bigger, a bigger course. Especially since the course at what as a I can never say it right. Is it Benefica, the corsetry place? Yeah, they weren't there, so that whole giant yeah. spot where their tent usually was, there was plenty of room back there. They could have put in a nice big, you know, track. But yeah, we've also been been talking about making a teapot racer for <laughs> that we can take to it. I don't know if they're going to be doing that in the Galveston event, but if they are. Yeah. You'll have it. <laughs> it sounds like a challenge. It sounds like we need to uh, start oh, building no. teapot racers, uh, oh, no. raiding the thrift stores for, uh, for little tea sets, little, little remote control cars, and and yeah, tea sets and whatever it takes. Yeah, oh, this might this base. might get out of hand. <laughs> sounds like not fun. any fun until it gets out of hand. <laughs> That's when it gets exciting. Be carrying in this huge setup with fins. It's all streamlined dun, dun, and aerodynamic. Yeah. <laughs> machination music from like the Looney Tunes and everything is like unpacking these massive things. Suddenly we have like pit crews that drive up in semi trucks and start yep. like deploying outwards. <laughs> all right, challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like we're gonna have. Texas Steampunk Connection is going to have racers soon. Our own pit, our own racing team. We have our own racing. Oh, ooh, we should get matching vet like jackets and like show up to these like things. And suddenly, like everyone's like, "Oh wait, what's up with this?" Kitty, we may need to commission some jackets, and they're all going to be based off of Farscape. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think there should be like little bowling shirts, but like with teapots. I mean, oh, I was thinking like pit crew vests. Oh, yeah, we can do that, too. I mean, obviously, we'll have to have certain vests that accentuate certain parts of our masculine and feminine wiles, mm-hmm. so. <laughs> We're not putting cod pieces on them. No, no, no. Hell no. <laughs> not, not at all. No, no. Male corsets? Uh... Yes. Everybody wears corsets. Hey, everybody wears a corset. There you go. There we go. I said it. Now I got to eat it. TSC racing. <laughs> We'll get Matt to, to make the logo for us. There you go. <laughs> well, did anybody else have something else that was... That was my favorite part, but I was only out there for Saturday, so I didn't get to quite see as much. Well, my favorite part was that we actually got to wear our layers. Yeah, yeah. true. It was great. <laughs> it, was, it was super cold. It was perfect for layers, yes. <laughs> yeah. Because aside true. from that, I got to uh, stay in my little corner and stitch clasps on like crazy because Aww. everyone wanted capes. Oh, God, you made a killing, didn't you? <laughs> capes were flying out the door. <laughs> so many capes. So many. It was, this I mean, it, was the yeah. first time I didn't have a table. So I was wandering around like a lost person am i supposed to enjoy myself or something i don't i don't know how this works join the rest of us the tax is like giving me a, giving me you know giving me life because he's like jack jack it's been too long i need a beer 
And so we're like, okay, I have a direction now. Let's go find alcohol. Yes. Now I've absolutely figured out that I actually enjoy working the events and vending and having the role as opposed to trying to wander around and figure out what do I do next? Yeah, I kind of usually did that, but having, like I said, taken having my best friend there and someone who's not familiar with all of this it was actually super fun awesome yeah. yeah because you got to see you know everything kind of a little differently and oh what's this and oh what's this and oh what's this um did we lose that i think we lost Thax for the moment he'll be back okay i think it looked like he hit the wrong button oh no Again? The look on his face was like nope but <laughs> one thing i noticed this year um we didn't have as much going on on the stages because usually yeah. we have live yeah. music. Judas going and Magnolia were every they hour there? on the hour at some stage. Yeah, and I just feel like this is kind of a, ra- a ramp up. Here we are, kind of just getting back in things. Aha, you're back. Hey, you're back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know what happened. I'm having connection issues. I know, <clears throat> but I'm here. I'm here. We were just talking about how it feels like we're kind of ramping back up. It didn't have music at every event, at every possible. There wasn't yeah. as many events. And instead of having like five bands leading up to Voltaire, I think it was just like Voltaire coming. In. So it was a little different than what I've quieter. Yeah, a little quieter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is, it was a little more subdued, but it was still very fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, they were down for two years. So, yeah. you know, there's a lot yeah. going on. Because, yeah, I wanted to see Judas and Magnolia again. And. As far as I know, they weren't out there at all. No, I see Space Corps. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Space Corps was there. Yeah. I could hear them from across the uh I thought that uh, was on the, the boombox thing. I didn't think they were actually there there. Oh, you know what? I don't know. <laughs> I thought it was. I mean, the music was theirs. Maybe it was just being piped in. Uh, I could be wrong. Like, I, I didn't, didn't get it. I didn't get a thingy telling me anything. Like there was very like. And they, they had some technical issues with having their schedule online. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. I didn't get to see any of the musical artists. Um, I just somehow missed everything. Um, I know that, uh, let's see. Well, you said Voltaire was there, but we'd, we'd left because it was getting too cold by then. Um, yeah, it was cold Saturday night. It's what, 28 degrees, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really? some of our party didn't plan on um, being that cold, nor were they prepared, nor did they thought they were. They yeah. Did. And I know yeah, when uh, I... Uh, Thewin Mills was there. He's played Steampunk November before. Um, but uh, he said he'd been playing different stages all day, and I missed him entirely. And we were just like in the wrong side of the park the entire day, apparently. Well, and to be fair, as far as the weather, that is really cold for North Texas at this early in November. I mean, that is weirdly cold. Like, we don't usually get that cold until after Christmas. So that was unexpected yeah there have been a couple steampunk novembers that were just utterly frigid yeah but it doesn't and happen wet and <laughs> icy. Oh, well yeah the wet makes it worse but yeah, yeah. the other ones like, yeah. there was not frost on the ground when i was leaving at like 12 30 yeah. at night yeah that it is was nice but it was nice and sunny all day oh yeah there's been frost on the ground like it would ra- it rain like heavily for like the week prior and then it froze and so you're running around crunching through mud the crunchy mud, yeah. Oh, okay. Not sure. this year, though. No, yes. not this year. Yeah, not this year. I mean, there was a year where about fifty percent of the cars didn't make it out of the bed. That was yeah. that yeah. was four years ago, twenty eighteen. That was the last Steampunk November I was at. See, I wasn't and, at that one, yeah. and I f- froze my butt off. It, if it wasn't for Kitty who lent me a cloak, uh, oh, I was miserable. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah, it did rain all day Friday, but luckily, I guess by the time. And also, did it open later this year? It did. It okay, opened at was, noon versus ten o'clock. That's, that's what I okay. Thank okay. I thought maybe I was crazy. No, I was you like, weren't going nuts. Yeah, okay. Because I'm sitting there going, as a vendor, you'd been able to show up at ten, but that was when it normally started because I had to be there at like nine. Yeah. Open. And yeah. I remember eating really fast at the hotel, jumping in my car, and not there, and being, opens my table. But um, I know okay, Kitty can yeah. agree to that too. It's just. It's usually like a mad dash the next day after waking up in a delirious aftermath of the day before going. Well, I only checked the website at the last minute because I just assumed it was opening at 10 and I was checking the website for something. I'm like, oh, wait. So, yeah, it's a good thing I checked because I didn't. But that's fine. We still had a good time. I mean, it was still open till like midnight. But oh, yeah, it's still it's difficult for someone who like all right. Steampunk is getting old in a, in a lot of ways and i mean like old old i'm just yeah. like a lot of people who were in the mainstream of it have kids now 
And so it's a lot harder for us to be out till like midnight and go to the drum circle stuff and yeah. have all that kind of fun like we used to. Because I'm like, I got a nine-year-old I got to fling over my shoulder and haul around like this until I get him back yep. into bed. <clears throat> and half the time, because I'm getting older, by nine o'clock, I'm like, I'm old. <laughs> go to bed. Yeah. And walking yep. around in boots I don't wear very often and my feet hurt. Yeah, I was in a bustle and a corset all day. <laughs> we got back to her car before because we have an hour and a half drive. I was like, corset's off, bustle's off. Yeah. Everything's off. You almost wish you had like the, the suicide, uh, like ripping off of it, cutting all the, the cords and just <laughs> having it fly off. You know, like an injection <laughs> seat out of your corset. Yes. Yes. So, yeah, it was, you know, you get older, you just can't deal with it's a breakaway corset <laughs> i mean you pull hard enough it's gonna be hard enough because i had just bought that corset from kitty i'd rather yeah, not don't, don't break it <laughs> <laughs> oh. i'm still the weirdo that will still wear my corset all the way home oh see i wore it all the way there or the other one all, no i was done by then i was <laughs> it's always fun walking into the bucky's on the way back to Austin there in Waco. And it is, I, I don't know if you guys you all drove through, or I know Fax probably drove through that area. It was utterly packed. I don't know what other conventions and things that were going on, but it was aligned to the bathrooms out the, and it was like five to 600 people inside this tiny, okay, so they're large. There's still that many people inside a building is really colostrophic. And I'm like halfway in my gear and not. I'm just sitting there in like this begruzzled looking, like, I don't know. I kind of look like a, a pissed off motorcyclist when I'm half, when I'm halfway out of my gear. And so everyone was just like making this like little weird wake around me as I'm trying to get to the bathroom with this, with this nine year old kid who's like holding his pants. Wait, and, did you go uh, back that night? Huh? No, we did went back during the daytime on, on Sunday. Oh, so okay. we, we actually left finish. Uh, oh, okay. I didn't, we didn't go to the second, uh, to, to Sunday, unfortunately, just because. I'm tired of getting in at like eight or nine at night and then having to wake up to go to work in the next morning. Just really rough on you. Yep. So yep. I got home to be able to do one load of laundry because hey. that's what's important <laughs> these days as an adult, apparently. Ah, yep. Oh, you're old. Welcome to being no. a grown up. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, that's how it works. Uh. I, I have discovered that my cats think that the mud from Steampunk November smells really interesting. Yes, <laughs> my cat has been all that. over my boots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My cat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm having to like scoop Toth up off of my skirts as she like darts into my closet. And I'm like, no, honey, I haven't washed that yet. And I don't want your cat hair all over that. And she just like lays on her side mm -hmm. and... Yeah, it's something about the air out there because my petticoats. I had a big orange cat in my petticoats that were that I tossed when I. Yeah, so yeah, there's something yeah. about the smells at Steampunk November that they just they are so, really. Oh yeah. With that said, my jacket smells like wood fire. Maybe that's what it is. And I know that my pants do. Like my cats also, but it, it feels like I just like stuck catnip. Maybe it's the smell. Yeah, because we were all gathered mm -hmm. around the fire too. And my cat's normally my an irksome little little bee, but she's just like utterly drugged out of her mind right now. She's like the most lovey-dovey thing. So I'm like, I, that's fine. You do your thing, Giddy. I want to actually pet you and not die now. So whatever you're doing, Shane, keep it up. I don't know how you're going to make my cat happy. <laughs> All right. That's what was your so much thing? effort to put that thing together. I, I'm glad that they're having a good time. Uh, but I feel like if, if I were if I were Shane or his team, by the time the event came through, I'd be like exhausted. Oh yeah, there they are. Usually, I see Shane, and he's usually just sitting there smoking his like Gandalf pipe and just like leaning up against a post, just enjoying existing in the crowd. And uh, this year, yeah, I saw him yep. scooting around quite a bit. I think he was very engaged. I didn't. I didn't get a hold of him this time. I was hoping I was run into him, but I, I didn't see him. Well, he's always. I, I feel like if he's not standing next to a post, just trying to get the air. Like he's he's dart, darting from one place oh, yeah. to another they were to put out fires. Yeah, um, but he seemed like he one year. Having, he just seemed like he was having a good time, particularly this year. That's just the vibe I got. It's kind of we're getting back into the groove. Yeah. I remember, I think it was 2018. I ran into him, and I think for something was telling him to go like enjoy himself. And so I walked up to him and started talking to him. And he's like, 
it's the first year we actually had like enough people to so he's like i have nothing to, i've been told i have nothing to do right now nice <laughs> he's like i think that was like he hits a stride and then COVID happened it was all that moment they had yeah yeah well that yeah but i mean it was quieter as far as seem like acts but the vendors some of those vendors were doing gangbusters oh, yeah. i mean the the le- where i got the the leather lady where I got the bracers because I know she made a lot of money off of us, but there was just a, I had to get away from the, because there was too many people in that little tiny tent of hers, but she was doing real good business. And then Kitty seemed like she was doing well. Yep. And yeah. You were the, the only one selling corsets, weren't you? Yep. Well, I lot- saw one other vendor uh, towards the back that had a corset on display but I don't know if they were actually selling any. I didn't actually walk in and see what all they had. Yeah, um, there was the, they had like the layered skirts. Because Shannon, my friend, she got um, she got a bustle from the leather lady. And then she got the layered skirt. And then she got the cloak from you. So nice. yeah, she, yeah, so cute. So yeah, she had like, um, they weren't, some of them were like corsets. But they were like corsets with the drape coming off of them. Okay. Yeah, it's almost like dance outfits, kind yeah. of. Yeah. Well, I so, saw yeah. two booths with the dance outfits oh was um, there okay I, I didn't see the other one yeah because one of them was uh the row that um the campgrounds are right there to the right mm-hmm. there was that one and then there was the dance one on the back side of that uh towards where venevica usually is yeah so and i yeah. didn't go into either of them <laughs> yeah we were in there for a while well should we found a little skirt for her but yeah no there was some of the vendors were doing really really well so that was, you know, in the place that had the the goggles that we got for baby with the the rainbow goggles with the spikes. Oh, those were fantastic. <laughs> what, I, what what was it that I said? It was she looked like she was some sort of like steampunk machination fairy or something. Yes. Disco little, disco fairy. Her little newsy outfit and her yeah her princess crown, her goggles, and then the she necklace was, from Kitty. She was set. Those things were great. It looks like she just got done raiding a jewelry store. Yes, yes, it was excellent. <laughs> Victorian urchin as my girl. So yeah, no, she had a really good time, but she's got outfit ideas now because she wants something that's more like mine. <laughs> there we go. I want to be a steampunk librarian, mom. All right, we can do this. Read a book, kid. <laughs> Sit you down for a reading rainbow. Here we go. Hey, the more you know. So what do y'all think of the, um, the more permanent structures that are being I love it. <clears throat> that was I one like of my it. favorite things this year, I think. Yeah. I love it. Uh, so I hadn't been out there since 2018 when uh, Erica and Flavio and I were the hosts of this show, and we had our own booth. And right next to our booth was this uh, blade seller, um, and, and it's a weapons merchant. And this year, I'm pretty sure it's the same merchant has taken over that whole corner. It's yeah. got this, you know, 15 foot tall. Uh, I, I don't know what to call it's like it. A saloon almost. Yeah. 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 And it looks great up on the walkway to get inside. It's <clears> still <throat> open air. Yeah. They're yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. That well, it's starting to feel awesome. like Scarborough almost where yeah. there's, they have this, the permanent structures like built into. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's got the organic feeling of them just kind of creeping up inside the, so yeah, I like it. I think it's cool. I like seeing all the new stuff as we go through each time. So, you know, now, were there any other buildings that were new? Because that was the only one that I knew of. Uh, I will admit that's the only one that stands that out I am for me. not as big. Like I, I not being around too much in the old side. Like what I call like the Japanese koi garden area. Mm-hmm. Um, was there something kind of redone in there? Because I remember there being a walkway better by like you go like where your booth was, and you'd go mm-hmm. into the forest, and then you kind of looped around like this to go down. That felt like they had. It's different in there because there used yeah. to be a TARDIS in there and they, okay. yeah, they, yeah, there used to be a TARDIS in there and they took that out. But I didn't remember the whole big fire pit being there when we were there in 2019 because the, the TARDIS was kind of in the same area. Oh, I actually have pictures with that fire pit, but it was okay. still kind of in the middle of construction. Ah, okay. Um, yeah. I had a picture where it was like dead onto it. So it looked like I was like popping out of it with a pistol. <laughs> so it looked like I was inside the well kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, they've been. So, yeah, I mean, there's stuff coming up. So, I don't know. I mean, if they can keep putting more permanent structures in there for regular vendors. It's a little pricey, but uh, but it would be great if if they actually could make enough money. Makes sense. 
Yeah. Well, and they've also asked us vendors to chip in if we can. So. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, I know you can like claim a spot and build your as long as it fits to a certain thing. I know certain some vendors have been in talks. At least certain vendors have been in talks with with them over a period of time for that. I've been involved in that. I was looking at maybe ganging up with somebody at some point to do such a thing. But um, I'll admit that my steampunk business does not make enough for permanent structure out there and what they were talking about in price. So, yeah, but it would be yours and you would never need to like, as long as you kept up your spot, you'd come back. Here. So it's kind of like yeah. an investment. You wouldn't yeah, have to sure. bring a tent and all that. And you'd already have all your structure set up. So you just come in, throw all your stuff in and be good to go. Yeah. And keep mm-hmm. up the maintenance on it prior. Now, it I wonder if you'd also be able to do things for like the writers. They have the writers group that comes through Mm -hmm. and like the Christmas party that they do as well. Um, I know that there's some other things they do down there. I've always wanted to be involved in, but I live too. (laughs) There's a writers group that comes through there. Yes. They have a writers weekend thing. Well, actually they have a few, don't they? Yeah, they do. Um, Essentially what they do is they ask like a lot of reenactors to come out there with equipment and guns and whatnot. cannons And like old gear like leather working and whatnot. So these people who write books will have historical accuracy built in other than oh. being very twilight sparkle of, Oh, and they use this and it's all the wrong things. It breaks everyone's kind of call it that or they're not counting it. So they're trying to basically keep people knowing what they're writing about yeah. and knowing like, this is how you load and lever actions and all that stuff, the actions, all the mechanical bits. And it's, it sounded fantastic. Like I already know most of this myself in a lot of ways. But having the perspective of a writer on this who's coming in to see. Because I will say, there was an audiobook I was listening to, and she was trying to describe um, something from the 1700s. And I'm just sitting there going, that is the wrong word. That is not what that is. Wrong. <laughs> yep. And now, hundreds of thousands of people were going to call it that because that's what that guy does. Apparently, his research would kiss. That happens. Yep. Makes you crazy. <laughs> that could be a whole episode, I tell you. <laughs> Upkiss things we find in alternate history. That would be a good episode. That would, that would be Misunderstandings of history and language and all that mess. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and things that catch on and stick and they were never true to begin with, but it's just stuck in the lore and now people believe it. And yeah. Like corsets being worn on the outside of your clothes. Don't get me started. <laughs> hey, but you know what? On TV, makes me crazy. Makes me crazy. You do not wear corset against bare skin. Uh, and you also don't wear them backwards with the lacing in the front. I have not seen that. I've seen oh, it on a few. Mm-hmm. It happens. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Hollywood. Yeah. Yep. Oh, man. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> Pet peeve. Yeah. It's like it library. There was an event 10 years ago that uh, I was part of the uh, the actors group that was going to be performing or, or sort of playing off people. And one of my actors decided she wanted to be, uh, well, she, she hadn't worn a corset before and she got one to fit her costume. And she sort of made some alterations and brought it out to uh, one of our rehearsals. And I'm looking at it and it's it doesn't. It doesn't seem right. I'm looking at it. I'm staring at it. And then it dawns on me. She's wearing it upside down. <clears throat> oh. How do you... All the time. Like it happens all the time. Really? Yes. It absolutely happens all the time. I see it at Ren Fair at least five times a day. Um, I have seen overbusts worn as underbusts upside down. I have seen underbusts being worn as overbusts very, very badly. Um Ooh. It's a thing. <laughs> well, I, I'm glad we recognized what was going on because by the time the show happened, she'd fixed it and she looked great. But uh, for that moment, it was like, oh, wait a minute. That's not right. There's something not right. It'd be great if we could capture these moments and we could have just like a long like, and here's how you do it wrong. And here's how you do it right. <laughs> wrong. Well, right. There is a little phrase that we use in our fittings for selling corsets at fair, and that is garters go to the ground, don't wear your corset upside down. Because our corsets <laughs> have little garter loops sewn into the bottom so that you can buy garters and attach them in. But people think that they're hangers for hanging them in your closet. Oh no. I mean the closet doesn't <laughs> <It's a> hanger. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
mean, and then, again, that's a whole reason we need to educate people on old, on yes. old stuff. That when that's the whole key to this. That's America's favorite phrase is boots before corset. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, I can do mine, but that's because I'm me. <laughs> yeah. I'm just so used to lining up. I'm. I've done this for a lot of girls. It's just one of those things. I'm just. I'm. I'm the. I'm the guy that'll like throw them up against a wall and start hauling up their, their corset things and tying them off for. Them. Okay, so I'm gonna. I'm Are gonna you gonna a romance like, novel? <laughs> I mean, it, it's definitely not that because it was like our entire crew and like half the girls, all the guys are still getting ready. All the girls are waiting outside the bathroom. Like it's just the evocative the imagery of throwing them against the wall. And I mean, it could be. Flying. It could, it could I was be at a party like that once. This was just, this was just purely efficient. I'm sitting there with my big ass boot pushing up against them and hauling like an this assembly line, line of women he's strapping into courses. <laughs> All right, you're good. Next one. Oh I need a cigarette. <laughs> we got to be out of here before 11. Come on, people. <clears throat> Closing not down. Right. Hotel's not going to let us in here any longer. All righty. Well, Jack has lived an interesting life. <clears throat> any other yes. stories? Or- <laughs> so, uh... Blue Stocking, you were not there for the poetry slam, I guess. At no. yeah, the, at Steampunk November, I think it's a regular thing. They have like a poetry reading. When? At, uh, this year I saw it on Sunday. Okay. I don't know if it was the only one that they had, but that the. Uh, I think they do it at least once a day. Yeah. Oh, okay. <clears throat> I did not know that. Apparently, quite popular because the uh, the uh, saloon is is chock full. I couldn't even open the door. Wow. Oh wow! Okay, because um, Shannon is actually a poet, very good poet. If I had known that, I might have had her come up with something. Well, maybe for next, next year, year. <laughs> I'll get her working on. Because <laughs> nice. uh, is the group that runs it the Sea Dog Slam? I have no idea. <laughs> I am no poet. It's been a while, so <clears throat> I was just trying to get a beer and I couldn't get in. <laughs> What's going on in here? Oh no, it's culture. Culture's <laughs> in the way of my beer getting. <laughs> It's funny because there was a little guy with a with a, a little red wagon sitting outside next to it, and he's like, "Hey, buddy, you, you want to buy a beer?" <laughs> really? <That's- laughs> I love Sundays. <laughs> I, I got beer and wine for a dollar. <laughs> fell off the back like, of a truck. Fell off the back of a wagon for a dollar. <laughs> okay. I, I love glass of wine. I forget to kitty. I very much appreciated that and finally realized, like, I don't know, very shortly into that cup that I had not eaten. Oh, no. I brought kitty lunch. (laughs) (laughs) Liquid lunch. But yeah, so on Sunday, they're trying to clear out the bar. So they mark Uh, everything down for much cheaper to try to get it out. Yeah. And they send people around with little carts and wagons advertising cheap beer. I have been a proponent of the cheap beer wagon from that. <laughs> um, as we're all closing down our tents and stuff, they'll come by going, 50 cents! We got five left! No one wants them! I'm like, I'll take them all. <laughs> I'll crack one open while loading up the rest of my gear. They should advertise it. Sunday brunch! There you go. November Sunday brunch. I'll... Uh, liquors that we can fit in this wagon. Mark down. Be really ready. Need to make it like a vendor, like a vendor. Um, uh, what do you call it when when you get back from like a mission or something? Deprogrammed. Debriefing. It'd be on program. What are you talking about? <laughs> a debriefing. That's the one I'm looking for. <laughs> and just have like basically that, and have all your rest, all your stuff that's left over. Go to, and have like a debriefing. We you know, have your 30 minutes of what we do right, what we do wrong. And, uh, for any vendor who wanted to stay, gets free food. <laughs> Lovely. Um, one event that I do calls that float the keg. Yep. <laughs> that sounds like fun. <laughs> it's time to float Speaking the keg. Of fun. Speaking of fun, I see that Laura Mayer has tuned in, and I promised her that I would bring it up. Her Kickstarter, which she was on our show uh, a few weeks ago, um, for Cogs of Plenty, is in its final week. <gasps> so, uh, her steampunk murder mystery game. It's in its final week on Kickstarter, and it it really needs a boost. So if you have not uh, checked it out yet and and put in your your uh, your pledge, she is uh, she could really use it, and that way we can all get our game. And uh, if you didn't see the episode, go back and watch that 
that episode or, or download the podcast because she she goes into it uh, at in detail and it sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. So just go to Kickstarter, look up Cogs of Plenty, and uh, and and check it out. Go donate before you become a plot point in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one week left, so uh, get to it. Um, <clears throat> okay, sorry, I just needed to throw that in. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're coming up on the end of the year. It, it's coming fast. Did you I realize that Thanksgiving is next week? Yep. I know. I don't like it. I know it's too fast. I have too many things left. Well, I have my prospectus left to do. So no, like, not it was going really slow for me up until about April, and I switched jobs, and then suddenly oh, it's mm-hmm. just like May, August, September, October. Wait, what? What happened to June? I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, summer was weird. Like summer hit. It was hot. I remember being hot. I remember being yeah. terribly warm, having to mow my lawn, and then suddenly it, it's cold. Yeah, my yeah. brain was melted by June, so I don't yes. remember much of June. Just yeah, I've tried to block out here. the summer. The summer was a weird roller coaster, and I didn't like it. Yeah. I got heat exhaustion repeatedly in uh, April and March, so or oh. April and May. Yeah. There we go. That's not good. That's why I switched jobs. I was out in the sun a lot. I hated that job. I was out there last last year throughout August, drinking like twenty six pack of water by myself, and pretty much losing brain cells. I'm sure. Oh no. So. I'm done with that job. I'm in a different job now. It's great. It's fun. I'm happy. Yay! Allows me to do more of this. What? I always feel like this is a <laughs> talk this shit. This is always an awkward season because I've been avoiding the guy who mows my lawn all summer because my lawn was dead. Yeah, uh, yeah. Everybody's lawn was dead. There was no yard work. And we've gotten to the point where it's growing back again. I actually need the lawn guy, so I have to return his call. <laughs> we know. Like, hey, I'm sorry. I'm- Kind of balanced. I didn't need your service. Now I need your services. <clears throat> we we we've been avoiding the tree guys because all of the tree guys that get hired for our neighborhood see the dead tree in our front yard and come knocking on our door and oh, leaving yeah. us business cards. And we're like, "Okay, we're gonna Please try stop. to do it ourselves." But yeah. um, thanks. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. Like my my HOA says we have to have two trees in our front yard, and it's funny because a couple of the trees in some of the other houses have died. But they've left up the dead tree because it still counts for the HOA. <laughs> Even though the HOA tells them they need to take it down, but then they stipulate the fact that if they do, they have to replace the tree. And so being ugly is not necessarily against the rules. Having one tree is. So there's like, oh, wait. Oh, we're just going to leave this stick sticking out of our. <laughs> and they're dressing it up now. So it now has like Halloween or- ornaments nice. on it. Nice. So there I'm like, go. now it's going to have Christmas on it. I'm like, a thing. It's just going to become like a <laughs> festivist pole or whatever the time being it's going to need to be. <laughs> need to put like, one of those skeletons sure we'll have right eggs on it. it or something for, you know. Uh, Come the, the spring, it'll be the Maypole. There have you ribbons go. wrapped around. <laughs> there we go. That's when you start coming up with stuff to, to have, it, has it, have it as an excuse. It's like, it's the 4th of July pole. It's the, the June, whatever the heck. How much more work can we go to instead of yeah, just exactly. taking out the tree? We're just going to have something every month. We're going to just dress it up for whatever. So you start coming up with random religious reasons to have it up. This is going to be fun. I may have to go meet the guy and see if I can help him out. When I got home from uh, from City Punk in November this year, Erica had taken down the Halloween stuff that we hadn't taken down because it is it's kept raining. So the stuff was, you know, wet. Yeah. So <laughs> when I got home, the scarecrow in my front yard has a Christmas costume on now. <laughs> yes. And yes. there are Christmas presents around the pumpkins that I made for Halloween. Yes. And the presents are being held down by the skulls from Halloween. Nice. That is amazing. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> oh, at my office, the lady... One of with our HR lady loves Christmas. And so she's just been waiting. Like my office was like all about Halloween, especially as me and I'm T guys. So we were sure an office. So we had like the bats and whatnot up in our office. And suddenly the whole like rec room, like all of our like wonderful posters that have like all the HR stuff or like, you know, wonderful, like pr- motivational sayings are all wrapped. Now they look like presents that are about that thick and a three by five on the walls. And uh, apparently my boss doesn't like, Christmas ornaments and he's gone for the week. So this is gonna be fun next week when he shows back up and everything's wrapped. And, uh, <laughs> oh no. Yeah. It's apparently a war that her and him go on also. This is just young. And every year it gets a little more. And so now 
all, all of our all of our stuff on the walls are wrapped. That's gonna be fun. <laughs> the ongoing Christmas war at my office. Well, we're catching uh, getting on to uh, nine o'clock. So as as much as I hate to say it, I guess we gotta wind this down for uh, the episode. Is that is that okay? <sighs> Did I? Did anybody need to uh, add anything before we go into uh, all the stuff? Another Steampunk November successful. Yep, successful. in the bag, done and dusted. Now we have uh, uh, what Dickens on the Strand to look forward to the first weekend in December, uh, which is the really the other big Texas event historically, uh, which is also awesome. If you have a chance to go to uh, Dickens on the Strand in Galveston, that is totally cool and an awesome shopping experience to get your your christmas gifts that you haven't found yet take uh, pictures and send them to us absolutely yeah um okay so let me uh let me tell you about our patrons um jr Sears novel a school for the great game elizabeth bancroft and edwardian teen resents being sent to college in india the college in fact Ooh. is a british indian school for spies where Elizabeth will learn the family business of espionage, martial arts, and Tibetan mystic arts. A School for the Great Game is the first in, a steam, in the Steampunk Raj series available on Amazon. Uh, we are brought to you in part by Fair Treasures, which has a selection of Texas-made female-presenting costumes and accessories for Renaissance Fair and Steampunk wear, and one-of-a-kind and imported jewelry. You can shop Fair Treasures at www.fairtreasures.com fair with an e treasures.com or on etsy thank you kitty we're also also brought to you by jenny and ryan shaver and of course rita and lawrence allen thank you guys so much um you can find us on facebook at text at texas steampunk connection and email us at texas steampunk connection at gmail.com uh our podcast can be found at texas steampunk connection.podbean.com or through pretty much any uh, podcast search that you use. Uh, we're on Twitter at TXSteamConnect1. The longest Twitter still exists. Who knows how long that will be. <laughs> and uh, occasionally we show up on YouTube and Rumble through the Steam Chat subscription box at Jack Handles. So thank you, Jack. Welcome. And our music, of course, is brought to you by Zapsplat.com, which gives us the permission to use this music, Facebook, there's no need to block us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, does anybody have anything to to add as we are going out? No, I was just really excited to get to see all of you. It was great. It was wonderful. Mm-hmm. It has been great to see every one of you this weekend. I'm looking forward to uh, the next time we get to get together. And uh, once more, to remind you, Cogs of Plenty. Uh, a steampunk murder mystery game. It's only got a week left. So uh, go check that out. Two weeks. <laughs> we'll be back in two weeks on uh, Tuesday. Until then, mind your gauges. 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 <laughs>